This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Oh, hello. This is Daniela Rabani, the host of the Mom Curious podcast, coming at you with a solo. A solo episode. Just me, babes. It's just me, me and you. Hi, I wanted to talk to you today about boundaries. Actually, the truth is, I didn't want to talk to you today about boundaries. Um, A listener who has um, very graciously, you know, told me how much she enjoyed the reparenting episode um, where I go into my own reparenting journey and give you some examples. You're more than welcome to check back. Um, she wanted a follow-up on boundaries. So this is for you, Alana. Thank you. Hey, and by the way, please do DM me and, um, I'm on Instagram at Daniela Rabani and I love hearing from you. So DM me any of your questions. They really do help a lot. And if you have any suggestions around topics you're interested in, or people you'd like me to interview. I just, I would love to hear from you. And, um, you know, as always, reading and reviewing the podcast um, keeps us on the air. So um, please do that. Now that that's out of the way, shall we talk about boundaries? Yes. I think boundaries are really top of mind for me in my field because it, I don't know if you know this, but they're, the writers are have gone on strike. Um because they have not been treated fairly. They've not been paid well enough, meaning, you know, a living wage. And the way that they've been treated is crazy. And I'm pretty sure, um, let's see whenever this airs, I I hope, um, you know, I'm uh, I hope this does come to fruition. I'm pretty sure that the actors are going to be striking as well. This is a great example of setting our boundaries and an even better example of setting boundaries for ourselves as artists and as creative people and as just human people in a community. When we decide that the way we're being treated is no longer tolerable or acceptable, particularly if it is unacceptable, We're not just doing that for ourselves, but we're doing that for the whole organism that is either our family or our community or our professional network. So when the actors are deciding to strike, of course, it was a couple of people, right? This this guy, Matt, like he really went for it. And, you know, we've all been mumbling about our contracts not being let's say, up to date, really. Like, they haven't been up to date for a long time, um, particularly with um, the way media is consumed these days. And it's resulted in loss of health care, loss of, I'm going to use the Yiddish word, parnosa, um, a livelihood for many of us actors actors who are still working in the field. So it's not like these are actors who aren't booking jobs. That is, of course, happening and always has and always will. But even the ones who are working, booking, 
uh, are not able to sustain a life. Um, I'd say in the theater, um, because we know here in the United States, you know, the theater doesn't pay that much, even on Broadway. And who knows how long that um, those contracts will last. Um, so, you know, on Broadway, of course, it's the best pay. And of course, there are some people who are getting paid very handsomely. But overall, like, you know, if you're a theater artist, you uh, more than likely are like me. You know, you take on commercial work, meaning I do voiceovers right here in my booth using um, the technology that I'm using right now to broadcast to you. You know, I will do voiceovers and um, commercials. That is a very New York um, actor business model or or has been in the past. Um, But we always thought that TV actors and that movie actors could, you know, make a living and certainly could make healthcare, which has always been fantastic um, in the Screen Actors Guild. But those days have um, come and gone at this point. um, And the rules um, have changed. So the rules of media consumption in general have changed. um, And the... uh, the union rules are changing as well. But here's the deal. When that guy, Matt, gets on his Instagram and tells the world, like, here is what I've booked. Here is what I used to book. Here is what I make. Here is what I would like the union to acknowledge. All of a sudden, people can rally behind him and all of our collective self-worth rises. And it doesn't rise above the level of anyone else it just rises to equilibrium we are worth making a living and having a good life so I hope that like history lesson on the sec um the Screen Actors Guild was helpful or interesting to anyone on this podcast who may be curious about motherhood but I'm a mom And I have two kids and, you know, voiceovers, commercials, you know, TV, not so much film. I've done some films, but but those were my like meat and potatoes. That's how I've made my living and my health insurance for my family. And when these things when I when um, when the contracts don't reflect the need of the members to provide for their families, well, we've got to do something about it. we got to just pattern interrupt, take a pause, take a page out of the, the Writers Guild um, manual, which is stop working. So there was a strike right when I um, started acting. Of course, at the time I wasn't union, so it didn't matter. But when each and every one of us actors and creatives decides for ourselves that enough is enough, then all of us benefit. That's the lesson. That's the lesson I just wanted to share, you know, whether you're an actor or not. So that's the starting point of our conversation around boundaries. When we hold boundaries for ourselves, we raise the consciousness of all. 
I'll give you an example. I, I, I'm giving you examples mostly of um, sort of business affairs. Um, those are those are harder for me um, for whatever reason, I think because I've sort of outsourced my negotiating power to agents, managers, lawyers um, in the past. So this is a big learning for me, although across the board, I think boundaries are challenging. A couple of days ago, I get a an email saying, oh, my gosh, I would love to get your portrait for, um, you know, the diversity um, a couple of days ago, I got a, an email that said, I would love you to offer you like a portrait, um, photo shoot. Um, we, we would just love to feature you, um, as a person in our community who, um, so a couple of days ago, I get an email saying, oh, I'd love to offer you a portrait session you know, photography session, um, as a person in our community, our brand really, you know, values you, et cetera. And I got to the shoot and it ended up being like me with the product, basically selling the product. And, you know, there was a video and all of that. And in the moment, I think I was too sort of surprised or uncomfortable or in in it to say anything but once I got the contract and it said we don't owe you anything and you don't own anything essentially I was like oh my gosh this doesn't feel right um, and I sat with why for some time and First of all, like, that was a commercial shoot that would have gone to social media, website, catalog. That is my living. The fact that this person thought that that would be okay is actually none of my business, right? Like, people are going to ask so much of us all the time. I remember Karen Cinnamon saying this on one of the episodes on Mom Curious. She said it specifically to mothers, but I, I believe it's true for everyone, all of us. People are going to take as much as you'll let them. So this company took my services and handed me a contract that said, you don't owe, we don't owe you anything and you don't own anything. And I didn't sign. No. And, you know, it, it's not that it wasn't uncomfortable. It certainly was. And I should have had that conversation before I got on set. What are the expectations? What are the deliverables? What is the energetic exchange if it's not, you know, monetary? Which could absolutely be worthwhile. Hold, please, for my daughter. But I didn't have that conversation. And here's the heads up for you guys. Have that conversation. Have that conversation. Be the annoying person who, um, I mean, I would feel annoying. I don't think it actually is annoying. Who asks clarifying questions. And I'll tell you, if more of us do that, then the person on the other line will expect it. 
Hi, friends. It's Daniela Rabani, the host of the Mom Curious podcast, really thanking you for your listening ears and your open hearts. I just wanted to take a quick break from the episode so that I can share with you a brand new podcast launching in the Hoff Studios fam. TikTok star Emily Moreno hosts the podcast That's Debatable and dives into all the conspiracy theories and modern day mysteries. So it's launching wherever pods cast. All right, back to the episode. So I have been um, like a musician for, you know, nearly 15 years. I know that musicians get paid. They may, the, the, the range varies, but I know that they get paid. And I know that because I've had these interactions over and over and over again. Okay, well, what's the rate? Okay, well, what's the fee? Okay, well, what's the expectation? Okay, well, what's the time? If people are asking, and I know that I have so many mamas listening in who have platforms of their own. If someone's asking you for your photograph, particularly with product, selling their goods, even if it's a passion project, even if it's meaningful, there should be an energetic exchange. There should be an exchange. And the more we get on this page together, the quicker those emails will say, hey, this is the exchange. This is what to expect. And the quicker we'll all turn around on that set and say, whoa, I thought this was a portrait shoot, not a commercial one. I don't feel comfortable holding that unless we want to work out some sort of um, barter or monetary exchange. I think money is a really hard topic to talk about because so many of us have major, major, major history around not having enough or, or having more than is necessary, whatever it is. Money's a hard topic. Let's collectively make it not so hard. Let's make it easier to chat about. When I ended up talking to this founder on the phone, they said, we are not in a position to pay. I wish you had said something on set. Then we could have gotten someone else. And I just said, I understand. I'm not in a position to take photos with product without an appropriate exchange. Anyway, I think it takes a lot of practice. I've been practicing it with loved ones because I think it can be loving. I can practice it with my husband. I can practice it with my um my mother and father and sister and brother and daughter and son. I can practice boundaries, making sure that my needs are met, not at the expense of anyone else, but it actually benefits all. 
And I'm not just saying that. Because what am I going to do? Overgive to the point of burnout? How? How is that really serving my family and my community? It's not. Trust me, I've done it before. It's, it doesn't serve anyone. It actually takes from others. So, I'm wondering with you, what kind of boundaries are you working on? Are you setting them with yourself? With your kids? With my kids, it's... um. It's been really interesting because, you know, as I feel myself getting too tired or too frustrated around an issue, let's say it's like the third dinner <laughs> selection. Now that I've practiced more and more, I'm able to just not infuse that boundary that know that I'm sorry with any charge I can say like I understand you didn't like the meal because I know that the more I hold myself up not getting sucked into the sort of drama or to the constant asks the better it is for my relationship with my child. The next step for me was with business, is with business, is the, with these sort of um, examples. So I'm wondering what the first step is with you. Is it with your own parents? When do you feel that feeling of either regret, anger? Do you ever feel a feeling of depletion? Do you ever feel just kind of confused or nauseous or ugh, ugh? That's a good sign that a boundary needs to be set. Let's go ahead and take these first steps, second steps, tenth steps, whatever. What's the next step? Because if we've learned anything from these interviews... It's that maintaining oneself, listening to our own needs, actually takes everyday work in the atmosphere we're living in because of some of the patriarchal stories we've been told. Please go ahead and listen to Sarah Jenks' episode right here on the Mom Curious podcast. Because what we've been told is that women and mother are meant to serve. Actually, it, it, it's, it, it's sort of a word that we use for all. Like the most noble action is to serve. Okay. But we have to serve ourselves first. We must. We must. We must. We must. And that's not intuitive for most of us. But just like the unions, we live in a community. We live with 
deep bonds between women all over the world. And the more each of us set the standard for our own persons, our own families, our own businesses, the more possible it is for us all to rise up together. Keep me posted on your rise up, would you? I'm at Daniela Rabani on Instagram. And like I said before, I really love hearing from you. I hope you enjoyed this solo podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, and if you found it helpful, would you go ahead and send it to a friend, rate, review, all that good stuff. It really does mean the world to me. Thank you. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Mom Curious Podcast. My name is Daniela Rabani. I am your host, and I would love to continue this conversation at Daniela Rabani on Instagram. And if you'd be so kind to rate and review, share this podcast, I would be just really grateful. Catch you next time, every Tuesday on the Mom Curious Podcast. Produced by Hoff Studios. You can find them at Hoff Studios on Instagram as well. All right. Have a great day.